This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. No, 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 no. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my After hearing the story, I now kind of hate this song more than I more than I used to like it. All right, so Crazy Town vocalist Seth Binzer or Shifty Shell Shock. Shifty Shifty Shell Shock arrested for DUI <laughs> a couple days after engaging in a headline making bloody fist fight with his bandmate Bobby Reeves. Damn. I know. That's a weekend. He's on a roll, dude. So Binzer pummeled co-vocalist Reeves following a disastrous show. In Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Binzer failed to show up until the end of the gig. Um, video footage showed Binzer repeatedly punching Reeves while accusing him of stealing his money. Crazy Town subsequently kicked off the new Metal Madness Tour 2 featuring headliners Head P.E. TMZ reported that 48-year-old Binzer was detained in Myrtle Beach on Tuesday after the police received a call about a possible drunk driver and a black SUV who seemed to be falling asleep at the wheel. When officers arrived at the scene, they found a Binzer at the wheel with visible signs of impairment. He was given a field sobriety test, which indicated, yeah, he drunk. Yeah. He was then arrested and taken to the Myrtle Beach jail. Now, um, I think it's great that you can just show up at the end of a concert and expect to be. Yeah, paid. Yeah. Right. Um, and he was just staying in Myrtle Beach then, I guess. Okay. after they After he got. In the fight, because this uh, this happened on a Tuesday, the show was over a weekend. Can we put him on a, like a celebrity rehab show? Are those they still... don't do that anymore? Oh, okay. Um, I did like that show, although they did say that whatever. It, it is weird how this the the cycle with Shifty Shell Shock has teleported me back to the nineties. I feel like <laughs> oh, it, I know. Dude. I feel like it's like nineteen ninety eight all over again. I can't get I can't get get my head out of it. Out of the 90s. What a time to be alive. What a great time to be alive. Um, yeah, so uh, he had a BAC level status of less than 0.10. Oh, uh, okay. So. No, drunk, uh, drunk. Yeah, he now he was on Celebrity Rehab and Silver oh. House. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was previously arrested last year in L.A. for DUI. Also arrested in 2012 for battery and cocaine possession. Holy crap, is But he ain't got enough money to have cocaine now. I mean, he broke. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he, he uh, celebrity rehab. I'm trying to remember if I watched any of those. I suppose I did. It really, uh, you were there to just kind of make an appearance. You weren't like you weren't serious about getting sober. It's almost like a way to further your career. Um, I suppose. I don't know. I, I, I think it helps some of them people. In uh, Kicking Crazy Town out the tour, Head P.E. from and Jared explained, Seth needs help. We can't just sit by while he's on the road battling demons to the death. Mm. So here, kick him off the tour. Well, didn't Tawny Katane go through a celebrity rehab? There's a lot. Yeah. Let's look and see. Uh, and uh, and uh, what's his name? Um Oh God! It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. Um. Oh my God! There's a lot. <laughs> Who all got drunk? Let's see. Um. I guess I was like celebrity rehab contestants. That's not it. That's not the word I'm looking for. List of celebrity rehab. 
Oh, no, that's the... I have the death. That was Dr. Drew, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So, Jeff Conway. Oh, Jeff Conway. China. Oh, China. Yeah, she's dead, too. Tawny Katane. Tawny Katane's dead? These are all going to be dead. Man, this is the worst recovery program ever. Rodney King. Well, everybody died. Rodney King's died. (laughs) Nikki McKibben. They were on a very short uh, string at that point, anyways. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I think we can milk one more episode before they kick. Um. Oh, this is sad. Mindy McCready. Mindy. Uh, why do I know that name? Because she's a celebrity. She's a country musician. Oh yeah. Okay. Mike Starr, Joey Cobar, Jason Davis. Oh. It's like Doctor Drew killed everybody. Well, the odds of you, yeah, it's getting sober and staying alive. Because at that point, a lot of times they have mental health problems too. Right, right. And then you're, uh, and then you, you're surrounded by, if I understand it right, yes people. Right. Enablers. So. Like if you would, let me use that in a sense. I would love to enable myself to smoke part some of your weed. (laughs) I don't think that's an. I was actually asking you a question. Uh, no. Yeah, let's see. There's a lot. Oh, there you. Yeah, uh, Shifty was the in season one. <laughs> Every time I hear that name, I giggle. I don't know why. Shifty. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a giggly name for some reason. Brigitte Nelson. Oh yeah. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking crazy time. Dude. Oh my god. And then Shifty had to come back season two. Okay. The reckoning. Mm-hmm. Shifty's reckoning. Looks like he was on the crack cocaine itself. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah. Jesus, how's he still alive? I don't know. Amber Smith. I don't know her. Sean Stewart. Let's see. Dennis Rodman was on there. Tom Sizemore. There's a lot of people. I, on I there. would Holy think crap. that most people, yeah, Leaf from Garrett. from the names would would have a, a a very likely chance to die with or without rehab. Right, right. Janice Dickinson was on there. I remember her. Uh, well, she She's is so model. Well, model. Okay. Oh man. <clears throat> Stephen I'm, Adler. Never going to Doctor Drew. Amy Fisher, the Long Island Lolita. Oh no! This is like X-list people. Yeah, it started getting less celebrity-ish mm-hmm. on the way. Towards the end. Kind of like Dancing with the Stars. You start out hot, and then it gets, you know, like, who are these people? You, mm-hmm. you run out of D-list people. You run out of stars, dude. You run out, Eventually, you're going to get down to the DJ level, and then you're going to have, have to have they us. They had a DJ. Huh? You're going to have to have us on a show. Right, right. I forget his name. Uh, L.A. DJ. It was like Psycho Mike or something stupid <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, one of us. I was like, oh, tell, like, no. Tell it. Fart. Tell a dick joke. <laughs> G- grab some titties. Be a DJ. Give us the time and temp. <laughs> Nothing. I couldn't, I couldn't even get a time and temp out of the guy. It was horrible. He was horrible. It made us look bad. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Okay, um, so the self-checkout lanes, you've been there before, right? Was it one yesterday? At a grand old time. Yeah. Now, I feel like it's gotten better, but there used to be... 
a pretty common problem with those, and it would be um, please remove the your, your shoes, the unscanned item from the oh, bagging oh, oh. area. Oh, gotcha. But there wouldn't be anything, and you would just you followed all the rules. The machine's just freaking out at you for no reason. Yeah, correct. Right? Correct. Okay, so when I saw this story, I was like, girl, I get it. PC2, please. A woman in China was filmed losing her effing mind on a robot receptionist. Oh, no. Smashed it to pieces in public with a wooden plank. Jesus. The robot is used to check people into a hospital. Um, Despite being smashed multiple times, at the end of the incident, uh, the damn thing is still working. So here's the moment she started swinging at the machine. Imagine, uh, Ouch. yeah, she's got a pretty good swing there. Hot damn. Um, now, I, I, I'm on the woman's side. I'm not on the robot's side here. I've had, it's whatever. I hate to doing the automated thing for a million other mm-hmm. services. You know, like you go to pay your, like your cable bill. The cable bill I've noticed is the most sensitive automated telephone operation I, ever. I remember being in the bullpen watching, hearing your frustration. Yeah. Because any little noise, it'd be like, I do not understand the command. I'm like, because there was no command, you mm-hmm. big dummy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Whatever. So there you go. Feel free to lose your mind on a robot today. What happened to... It'd be cool if the robot had like a laser... Some kind of laser firing mechanism that could, uh, d- you know, um, read your biometrics and then laser your arm off. The one that's got the two by four. Man, brutal. No, I don't no. want lasering people's arms off. Sounds terrible. I remember when the first time I used one of the McDonald's kiosks. Yeah. Uh, I stood there. I must have looked like the biggest moron in the world. We couldn't get it to work, mostly because I was the one trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. And I think I raised my voice to it. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Uh, I was, how not to use a McDonald's self-checkout. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't hate it. I just, I'm impatient. Well, and sometimes I'm like, do what I want. Not what I told you to do, goddamn. Right. And then, and then you, you think you're good at it, but you're like six deep at a, at a McDonald's kiosk line. Right. And then you're thinking, that must be the biggest moron on earth up there. They can't even plug in a Big Mac. Then you get there and you're like, oh, panic. Mwah. I just want French fries. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, there's a lot. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things that uh, I don't know how to do. Uh, well, now I in, just want a human. Is there a human? Yeah. Now in China's hospitals, um, you have to make doctor and all medical examination appointments uh, with the robot. Oh. There's very few nurses left to help patients. Yeah. It's just maybe it's just slow or something. Mm. I, w- I would rather have a human. Uh, well, especially at, at something f- like that. At the food or medical, I would rather have a human. Right now, Med- if I'm buying socks and uh, you know some some everything bagels somewhere, right. I don't mind a self checkout. Yeah, but when it comes to important things like French fries, <laughs> I would rather have a human. So I know I'm getting my the right order now something like medical care i feel like you want 
a person there to help you. Because, like, if you're just using a robot to make an appointment, what if you make the appointment in the wrong department or whatever? And you also just want a little bit of care, right? You want some sort of compassion involved no matter what you're going to see the doctor for. And a robot just can't give you that. Well, it's 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 interesting. Uh, at the Walmart I go to, you, you get these older people to self-checkout. And one little glitch, and then the person that comes over to help is also 87 years old. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, it's just uh, uh, a, a complete obstacle for you to get through. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I don't know, whatever. I that. They, they are making you the cashier. And in some cases, I would rather have a human. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing while well, we free up these jobs? Uh, <laughs> right? Like, so I like the idea of AI helping us not have to do certain jobs mm-hmm. anymore. But the idea is that then we use the free space and our free time in order to achieve a higher level of consciousness, which is now what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, you push one wrong button at McDonald's and then, you know, it takes you to a different screen that you don't like. And then you're going back and redoing things. And then I I just picture us worldwide at a McDonald's kiosk and all of this just backing up and just all of us just beating things with a like this lady. Just imagine that daily, just all backing up. Right. Well, maybe it it's makes not sense. a world I want to live in. Mm-hmm. I have never used the McDonald's kiosk. Mm-hmm. Um, I we did use, but I'm so hungry I can't leave. I have to stay and figure You're it hangry. out. Angry, yeah, I'm hangry. We did use me and Avery when we were coming back from a photography trip. A, the Taco Bell kiosk mm-hmm. inside of a gas station, and. For some dumb reason, I hit, yeah, pay cash. But then you're supposed to also check in at the counter when you're there. Yes. And I never checked in. Yeah, see, boom. So we were waiting for our food. And then Avery's like, oh, my God, you're an idiot. And I was like, did you know that we had to check in? He's like, no. Thank you. <laughs> we were at the, the uh, if you want to see a snitch show, man, uh, the McDonald's across from the MGM in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, at night, at like 1.30 in the morning, right. it's kind of the only thing open. People in there screaming because it takes 40 minutes to get a food. Yeah. And there's kiosks, and you got a lady coming over. She's not happy. You're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> You're their McBitch. Like nobody gets and it together. Nobody gets it's just, just. So what? It's like, why didn't we bring Cheez-Its? Why didn't we pack Cheez-Its in the luggage? Mm-hmm. You know? To just, there's somebody should just be out there just throwing <laughs> fries to keep everybody at right. bay for a bit. It's, yeah. it's one of the most chaotic scenes in, uh, I've ever seen in my life. Just angry, drunk, people not getting their You food. know what is weird in Vegas is that there are not a lot of options for no. grub late at night. There's really not. Mm-hmm. There really It's not like a cruise ship where there's a cafe open all night. Right. Well, there. Were, <clears throat> I think in the Mirage there was that, that one cafe that was open, but I don't know if it was 24 hours, but it was open pretty late. Because that's where I got Lance the $20 hamburger or whatever, and I got a freaking $15 salad made with iceberg lettuce and brown cucumbers. And I was just like, God damn, Vegas. <laughs> you know, if I opened a, a casino in Vegas, I would call it God damn 
Vegas. <laughs> be the crappiest everything <laughs> it's just you just accept your fate when you're there you're like, you do uh there's also a denny's over there across the street from the mgm or the mirage yeah not the mgm the mirage i'm sorry i'm at the wrong end of the strip but you do have that little food so you got mcdonald's and denny's yeah and it's just like the, the worst drunks mm-hmm. have to be fed and uh yeah it's brutal it is. It is. You've got to. You've got to think when you go to Vegas and load your fridge up with stuff. Or you're going to be a hot mess. We went to McDonald's uh, Saturday night. We ordered. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. How much do you think two of us ordered? Were you drinking? Uh, Bacardi and Limon uh-huh. and 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 uh, and uh, a bourbon. So you and you two went. Okay. I'm going to say you ordered $35 worth of McDonald's. Wow. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. We ordered $39 worth of McDonald's. <laughs> Did you get four combo meals? No. You no uh, we got two nugs, four fries, uh, a Big Mac, two quarter pounders, I think. Yeah, it was it was a feast. It was glorious. Well, You I'm might like- think what family reunion we were going to. That was... We ate like kings. Yes, you did. I woke up and I'm like, why? <laughs> why do I do this? <laughs> Regert. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> Anybody saw me Friday, call The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. I love penises. Dude. I would like to see the penis. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they sound brilliant. I know, What right? a brilliant exchange. <laughs> they should be on the wall of Wisconsin broadcasters in Milwaukee. They will never. Amazing. Um, at least one of them will never be. Uh, so there is an iceberg that uh, was spotted in Conception Bay, oh. which is in Canada, um, and it it's a it's a penis shape. It looks like dude's junk. It looks like a a, a, a sea and balls, dude. Nature being very erotic. Yeah, photographer in Canada posted photos of an iceberg floating off the coast of Newfoundland, and people love it because it looks like a wiener. It does. He spotted it sticking straight up out of the water last Thursday. It had a base on each side, so you know it's the whole package. photo itself is pretty funny, but details are also wise blowing up online. Spotted off the eastern coast of Newfoundland in a spot called Conception Bay. And the photographer happens to be from the nearby town of Dildo. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, PC2. Yes. We do have uh, some audio here from the Iceberg Boat Tour. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Johnson Tour Boat, now leaving Conception Bay near the town of Dildo. And if you look over to the starboard side, you'll see a truly massive iceberg. I'm sure you'll marvel at its impressive shape and size. You'll have to admit it's going to be hard to beat. Although I did hear a woman on the last tour saying she's seen bigger. Now, we're going to have to speed up to get ahead of it because we don't want the tip to fall off. 
that would be bone chilling. It's just a matter of time until it loses its rigidity and experiences shrinkage because of the cold water. Thanks for riding the Johnson tour boat. I'm your guide, Pat McGroy. <laughs> See, Friday in my champagne buzz, fog. If you would have shown me a, uh, a bingo card for Monday show and one of the squares was dick-shaped iceberg, right. I would not have believed you. No. no, I would have waved you off. Go on, now get. Get. It's funny. I, I heard that and I was thinking of uh, a, a, a movie clip uh, rolled in my brain of an old of the Titanic movie. Yes. So if the captain of the Titanic, John Smith... Would have saw a giant dick-shaped iceberg. It probably would have went something like this. And they would have used old language for, they wouldn't say old dick. Old-timey language. Old time, they wouldn't say dick or penis. He'd be like, uh, he'd be sitting there sipping his tea. And the, the lookout would go, Captain, <laughs> we have spotted a, a giant long fellow off the bow of the ship. And the captain would have said, I didn't want to do things, Sam. You say there's a giant smuckle in front of the ship. Shall we steer uh, starboard abounds, 10 degree right rudder to avoid the giant wing doodle? They had different words back in the day. And they did not swerve to. Are you a historian? <laughs> Dude, I am an idiot. <laughs> I am the furthest from a historian as humanly possible. Well, you had me fooled. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> like the accent of the giant schmuckle that did it in the rich people. If you did a whole history class like that, people would be like, hmm. See, then Rose would have been on the back of the ship at the end of the movie going, I shall return the blue diamond to the giant schmuckle. Away. I'm going to ride that penis home, John. History revisited. Revisionism. Uh-huh. So uh, uh, how did this? That's it. That's it? That's that. It's just a... Nothing ran into it? No. Nothing it... interesting? No. I saw it. It is uh, nature. It's a great sense of humor. It definitely looks yeah. like a, a dick. It's unmistakable. It's a very, a very large. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And, and if it was colder, as they say. It'd be Smaller. It would be a very tiny one. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Sensational. Where can you see boobs and beaver on the big screen? He'll tell you. Live from, from Chicago, Chicago, Mr. Skin. Dude, no sponsor still? This is really sad. We have no sponsors on the show at all, actually. Well, that says more about the, the guy down there than it does uh, than me. Way uh, to go, Jerry. I, I just pushed it. Way to go, Jerry. Wait, who is this? Oh, Skin. Skin, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. Just wanted to talk a little nudity. If that's oh, right. please. Do do so, yeah. please. A um, couple things I wanted to get to. Um, one is that you guys know who Sarah Chalk is, right? Oh, yes. <clears throat> yeah, so many people love her, and her career has kind of, um, you know, it like kind of syncs up with my Mr. Skin days because when I, st I started Mr. Skin in 99 and like in 2001, the show Scrubs uh, came 
uh, hit, hit series that lasted until 2010. And Sarah Chalk played this, like, harried, slightly disheveled young doctor, uh, Elliot Reed, and um, uh, she became pretty popular. She's done other television shows, but she's best known as Elliot Reed on Scrubs. And it just so happens that, like, if I, if you, if I made a list of actresses that radio guys or just people at parties or just, you know, that I get asked, like, Sarah Chalk would definitely be in the top 25 all time because she's just, there's something about her and guys want to know if she's ever been nude. Well, unfortunately, the answer is no, but I was kind of hopeful when the Netflix um, comedy drama Firefly Lane series debuted in the winter of 2021, and it, it follows uh, Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk from their teens all the way up to their 40s, and every episode of the show jumps back and forth in time, and it's a um, pretty cool show. And in 2021 was season one, so I was kind of hopeful that Sarah Chalk would be nude because Katherine Heigl actually did a nude scene in the third episode of the first season, and she doesn't do much nudity-wise. She's done very little. Uh, she, of course, was the main uh, actress in Knocked Up, the great movie uh, uh, that featured a nice Mr. Skin reference. But anyway, so I'm thinking Sarah Chalk, there's a chance, but... um. She still hasn't, um, and I only bring it up because last week she was in bed with this guy, but she kept her bra on, which is kind of a bummer. So I don't know if she's ever going to do a nude scene where, you know, the clock's ticking here. But um, anyway, if you want to check it out, to me, it was uh, one of the best, um, one of the best uh, uh, Sarah Chuck, you know, moments. It's not nude, but it's pretty sexy, and she's in a bra, so you can check it out. She shows called Firefly Lane. Yeah, she always reminded me of a young Terry Garr, who I always yeah, found no, lovely. That's a great, who, great point. Who, who showed ample bosom in Young Frankenstein, by the way. There was always a oh, nice, yeah. something to look um, at there. Um, yeah, I should also point out that uh, if you're a Terry Garr fan, and obviously you are, you might want to go to a 1982 movie directed by Francis Ford Coppola. It's like a musical type of movie. It's weird. It's horrible. But yeah. Terry Terry Garr at the forty minute mark shows her uh, cigars uh, getting out of the shower, and it's pretty nice. So um, it's the only movie she's been nude in, and you can check that out. So good, good. Uh, thanks for bringing up Terry um, Garr. So great, great, great wingman. I'm always here. For. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So now I got to tell you this crazy story. It's going to blow your mind. So you guys know that, or at least have heard of that show, Dave from FX. It's a mm-hmm series he's like a he plays in real life he's a rapper but he in this he um the guy plays a a comedian slash rapper called little dicky on this show and he's like a regular suburban white dude and he um uh the guy's name is um uh, what the heck's the guy's name dave bird in real life so he plays this um you know, this rapper, the rapper wannabe, and he thinks he's going to be awesome. And Little Dicky, you can imagine what that's about. Uh, that's his problem. So um, he's this regular white dude, wants to be a hip-hop sensation. So occasionally they'll have some, like, sexy scenes or some little nude scenes in it, but not much. But last week something happened that, Johnny, I had to share with you. And this isn't like – I don't think your audience is going to want to run to see this because it's – sexy in any way shape or form but more out of curiosity but the oldest nude scene in the history of mrskin.com and i mean uh actress age uh happened in episode five season three of dave last week so there's this 
let me put this in perspective. The actress name is Bunny Levine. Now, Bunny Levine is a character actress, and uh, you know she's been in a bunch of stuff. She has over a hundred credits, but her career didn't. Um, her career started in 1988, but she turned 60 years old in 1988. She was born in the 1920s. She's 94 years old. In this episode, she's sitting on the couch or in, in a chair, and her um, her uh, robe is open and she has nothing on underneath. And her dog and the and they're I I don't I don't know the backstory, but I we have the video clip at our show so at our website so you can watch this scene. But the the people they're they're sitting at a table these you know the people from the show and they look over and they're like oh my god her her robe is open why is that and her her dog was uh at the foot of her and the dog gets up on the chair and you can imagine what happens there but it is a, the wildest thing i've ever seen 94 year old nudie wow. if you wow. want to check it out it actually beats the old record at mrskin.com by 10 years of Jessica Tandy at 84 years old oh, in the wow. movie Camilla. Yeah, to put in perspective, it was uh, four years after Driving Miss Daisy where she goes for a, a skinny dip at 84 years old. It's the only time I remember seeing an actress more wrinkly before her. Uh, she went in the Stop water. Stop it. <laughs> so anyway, you got to check this out. I know people in your audience will be uh, going to MrSkin.com and, and searching Bunny Levine, and you could see the oldest news yeah. scene in the history. That sounds like some potential for trauma there if you're not prepared. But the thing is, they make it, it's a it's a comedy bit. It's kind of right. like the um, something about Mary type of thing, but it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome, so you got to check that out. What if it becomes a new kink? Oh, believe me, it is. That's a, that's a category. Uh, it is. Luck. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Gilf. <laughs> She'll do anything to stay on top, if you know what she's I'm a, saying. She's a good Gilf, a great grandma. <laughs> oh, wow. God. <laughs> very but nice. Anyway, so All right. Johnny, Buddy, Buddy Levine, uh, do that search. You'll be very uh, disgusted. Uh, <laughs> well, now I can't <laughs> not or look. Or Now I can't not look. Now I got to go just I to know, find now out. Now you got to see. All right. Okay. All right. You got me there. All right, man. MrSkin.com, everybody, if you want to play along. Thanks, buddy. All right. Later. Until you later. Wow. 90. What do you say? Oh, Lord. I'm not going to watch that without you. We're both going to, I think we're going to have to not, you don't want to be alone when you look at something like that. Right. Like an old baseball mitt. You might fall over and have a heart attack and then there's nobody there to save you. It all looks like beef jerky. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Only skin. Only I know. freaking skin. I was having a fine day. And now I'm going to just think about that all Between day. that and the Dickburg, it's, uh, it's, got, it's got it. This Monday's got it all. Yeah, dude. This Monday's got it all. We've all got right. bears and trains and uh, gilfs. Anything uh, anything pressing we should talk well, about? Well, there's nothing pressing. I mean, we can save it for next news break or we can hit it now. Um, hit me up one time. All right, dude. Um, someone posted on TikTok a shot from inside a plane, and it shows a guy putting a bunch of tape on like the wing and an engine of a plane. So then you know how the internet works. People are like, oh my God, are they duct taping planes together? No. Well, not exactly. Um, it's, a, it's a special tape.
Uh, give me PC2. So let's go with, uh, this is from At My Honey Smacks. <laughs> um, the person that posted the TikTok. These two days, there's a reason why I don't fly with spirits. I don't care if it is aviation, airplane, tape, or nothing. <laughs> the fact that you even have to take the plane together, and then you're doing it while people are on the flight like we cannot see you. After a while, that's going to need a fresh new coat of tape. That tape going to lose that stickiness. You flying all around the world and you got tape holding it together. <laughs> so without any context, you're right. like, get me off of this plane. 100%. I need alcohol now. Um. So, yeah, although initially there was panic, uh, <laughs> which I get. Um, once we have more information, it becomes a little more manageable. Uh, they're using tape. It's a common thing that all airlines do. It's called speed tape made of heavy-duty aluminum. Um, I bet you that's about the same price as some gaff tape is, huh? Wow. Uh, the FAA says it's used for temporary minor repairs to non-structural air aircraft components. A spokesman for Spirit said they confirmed with engineers that it was speed tape, and an aviation expert told the AP that it is commonly used to temporarily seal a gap. So it's really not that big of a deal. It's also used in race cars and whatnot. Did you say a gap? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, what caused the gap? It turns out the video isn't actually new either, by the way. It was shot in 2021. Now, now, can I alert the stewardess, the air attendant, flight attendant, if I see some of that speed tape peeling off? Is that is that okay? Well, you can put your little button on anytime you want. Okay, and I say, I'm calm. I'm not creating a ruckus. Mm-hmm. Or a scene. We don't have to put it down in Cheyenne, Wyoming, but there seems to be a, a problem with the speed tape. It's we're going too fast, and the tape is coming off. Mm-hmm. Could we slow down a little bit? And she'll be like, "Sir, sir, drink." Eighty-fifth time you put your light on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You're not allowed to have five drinks at once, sir. Well, then, can I move so I don't have to look at the tape coming off of the wing? That'd be great. Could you move me to the front? That'd be great. I'll shut up. And then she just closes your window. So it's like... Uh, oh, you never to look at it. So it's to cover a gap. Mm-hmm. Mind the gap, yeah. A paint chip I would feel better about than a gap. Gap sounds suspicious. Hey, listen. Still safer than a train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm a big fan of Gorilla Tape. Is that Gorilla Tape? Oh, okay. Then I feel great about flying all the way to Australia with tape on the wing. I'll be fine. Everything's going to be all right. Maybe get you to your tropical destination faster. Maybe. Speed tape. Who thought? Who knew? I'm going to put some on my Toyota. Give it a shot. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.